Good morning. I'm Earl Stewart. I welcome you to Earl Stewart on Cars, a live talk show all about how to buy, lease, maintain, or repair your car without being ripped off by a car dealer. With me in the studio is Nancy Stewart, my wife, co-host, and a strong consumer advocate, especially for our female listeners. We also have Rick Kearney, an expert on how to keep your car running right. I dare you to ask a question that Rick can't answer about the mechanics or electronics of your car. Also with us is my son, Stu Stewart, our link to cyberspace through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the spymaster director of our mystery shopping report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Good morning, everybody. Well, we're back. We're live. We're in uh, North Palm Beach, Florida. And we're going to tell you how not to get a ripoff by a car dealer if you're going out to buy or lease a car right now. We've been doing this for about 20 years. Uh, appreciate all you folks that uh, we have a lot of regular listeners and I have to get out, out of the habit of saying listeners we've got viewers probably more viewers uh, well when you view you listen but we have a lot of folks on Facebook we have a lot of folks on uh, well biggest thing we have is YouTube I I should I start saying YouTube first you know it used to be Facebook was a big thing but uh, YouTube uh, became a, a Goliath and uh, it's amazing the number of followers we have. They watch us and listen to us. YouTube.com forward slash Erlon Cars. Got Rick Kearney in the studio with me. He's the certified diagnostic master technician, the, the genius when it comes to diagnosing the car you're driving. He can tell you uh, how to fix most anything you have wrong with your car. And uh, if he uh, doesn't know the answer, we'll get it for you. But he's he's got the answer about 99% of the time. He monitors our YouTube account, so we're, you'll watch that. So any of you do-it-yourselfers or people that are worried about a squeak, rattle, or roll in your car and you fear the, uh, the thought of having to bring it into a car dealer and, and spend $1,000 to fix something that maybe doesn't need fixing, if you fall into that category, give, give Rick a, a check on YouTube, or you can call the station too, but youtube.com forward slash Cars. Rick will see it directly. If you just like to call the show, and we'd love to have you call the show, um, in spite of YouTube and all the other high-tech digital stuff, we're still a radio show, and and the verbal is something I don't think is ever going to be replaced. The instant communication, and uh, you 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 can feel the person, uh, you feel the 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 attitude, the intelligence, or lack thereof, <laughs> on both sides, I might add. But I mean, there's something about a real old-fashioned phone conversation. And we got one of those old-fashioned phones. It's 877-960-9960. 877-960-9960. And we prioritize that. It's so important to us that Nancy Stewart, and she's in the studio, she's sitting on my left, and uh, co-founder of the show, by the way, about 20 years ago, a strong female advocate, and she's brought the female listeners and viewers up to parity. We're at 50-50 now. The ladies are right in there with us guys, and uh, they are amazing when they call the show. We still need more, and Nancy Stewart has a special offer. I'm going to turn the mic over to Nancy in just a minute. And uh, if you ladies are out there, listen carefully. Even if you don't want to call the show, you might want to hear it because maybe you know a woman that, might want to call the show. We have a really strong incentive 
if you call the show today. Now, we have a special channel that is youranonymousfeedback.com. And it is just what it sounds like. You want to preserve your anonymity. You want to be, you don't want to be, uh, have your name ballied about or, you know, you don't want people to know who, who you are when you call. A lot of reasons for that. Privacy is a big issue. And a lot of people are really big on privacy. And uh, so we got that for you. Total privacy. Say anything you like at Y-O-U-R-A-N-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S F-E-E-D-B-A-C-K dot com. Your anonymous feedback dot com. And that comes in uh, to us directly. And we don't know who you are, where you are. We can't find you. Uh, a lot of times, uh, the anonymous feedback people identify themselves, which is fine, too. I don't know why they do that. But uh, it's a great channel if you'd like to say something. And you just don't want to be hassled. No one's going to call you, email you, text you. You can say what you have to say and get it off your chest and you're done. Youranonymousfeedback.com. Love to hear from you. Um, I was going to um, remind the people who uh, haven't called the show to think about calling uh, the priority we give to the phone calls. We've only got five lines coming in. And uh, it's either quiet or crazy uh, here in the studio. And what happens is people seem to call at the same time. So I stop talking. If I were, if we had a phone call right now, Nancy would tap me on the shoulder and we would take your call. Uh, if uh, Rick is talking, anybody talking, uh, we will stop and prioritize the phone call. And uh, we appreciate your understanding that when we do have them backed up, sometimes we have to ask you to call back next week because we want everybody to have their turn. And if we have all of our lines tied up, people get a busy signal. And I hate it when that happens, when people can't get through the switchboard. So uh, 877-960-9960. That's our phone number, 877-960-9960. Probably ought to write it down because you probably haven't thought of anything right now. You might think of something later. And if you wrote it down, you could just call 877 960 9960, and you're here, and we will talk to you, and we'd love to hear your opinion. The good, the bad, and the ankle. Don't tell us what we want to hear. Tell us what you you truly believe. And if you are if you want to be critical, that's great. I mean, we, we've got some great callers out there that have changed the show. I mean, we're, we don't do the show the same way we used to, and we evolve. We get better. We like the thing. So if you got some ideas on how to make the show better, just call us at 877 877- 960-9960. I'm going to give the mic to Nancy in just a second. Uh, I, I forgot probably, and I do this because I get used to it, the Mystery Shopping Report. Uh, and my apologies to all you folks that know all about the Mystery Shopping Report because we've been doing it every week. We've been doing it every week for 20 years. We send an undercover agent, our current incredibly uh, talented mystery shopper is a person we codename Agent Lightning. Agent Lightning goes out every week, and she goes to Pennsylvania and Tennessee and uh, Florida mainly, uh, and she shops dealers all over Florida, uh, and she pretends to buy or lease a car. And then she tells us what happened. It's in a written report exactly what happened a few days ago. It's always current. And uh, we grade the show on the, we grade the, I'm sorry, we grade the dealership on the show, and we give them A, B, C, D, or F for failure, grade on the curve. 
Uh, it's a, it's very interesting. We name names, we name dealerships, and even if there if the dealer isn't near you, I I promise you the profile and the activity of these dealers is very representative of the dealers in your area. Uh, uh, unfortunately, most of the, uh, the reports are not too good. I mean, I'll be honest with you. We have a recommended dealer list and a do not buy from this dealer list, and that's on EarlOnCars.com. I know I'm giving you a lot of stuff to write down. I apologize, but we got a lot of stuff to talk about. EarlOnCars.com, we list recommended dealers and dealers you should not buy from, and that's very helpful. So um, stay tuned. The last part of the show, uh, last half hour, uh, we typically do the mystery shopping report. And if you don't listen to anything else, if you're busy, Saturday, a lot of stuff to do, drive around, have fun. Uh, you know, you, you got a you break on Saturday, I hope, and uh, you can enjoy yourself. But if you can make us, our show, part of it, uh, I promise you this mystery shopping report will knock your socks off if, if you haven't heard it before. Okay, now I turn the mic over to my wife, Nancy, and my co-host, and she's got some good news for you. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome this morning. for the first two new lady callers. Yes, $50 for the first two new lady callers. And uh, for those of you that have been instrumental in getting us to where we are today, uh, I just want to thank all the ladies and uh, all of you that have called, all of you that have sent me thank you cards, and uh, we appreciate you helping us get into the right direction. We have a whole lot to get to, as Earl said. Mystery Shopping Report, we have our Dog of the Week, and that's via a video. And I want to give a shout out to Elsa, who is a volunteer out at Big Dog Ranch, and uh, she will be emceeing the video for us and telling us all about Paco. And uh, also, uh, if you want to jot this down, you can take and uh, you can adopt uh, from you can adopt from uh, Big Dog Ranch, and you can go to www.bigdogranchrescue.org, and you can go there and you can take a look at all the dogs, and uh, most of all, you can take a look at Paco, which is a large breed, uh, mixed breed dog, and. Uh, he is a real cutie pie, so you can stay tuned for that. That'll happen just about, uh, I'll say, 10 minutes before the uh, mystery shopping report uh, that we are going to uh, have. So with all of that said, stay tuned. Buckle up. We're going to have a great time. And you can also give us a call at 877-960-9960. And you can also text us at 772 772- Four nine seven six five three zero, your anonymous feedback dot com. Take advantage of it. We are going to go straight to the phones, and we're going to talk to Bob from Lake Park and Don. If you would please give us a call back, I'll take your call right away. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Good morning. How's everybody this wonderful we're day? We're good. Good. Okay. I just wanted to put it out there. Uh, uh, first of all, uh, Palm Beach County animal shelters in uh, dire straits. They have uh, way too many uh, pets down there and not enough capacity. And they just announced that they may have to rework their program of uh, uh, putting the uh, 
animal to sleep. Yeah. I just I just think it's a shame. And then I also also heard that furry friends up in Jupiter now is no longer taking any pets in mm. because their adoption uh, is way down. People are, are not adopting pets. Mm. So I know I know you're a big supporter of the Big Dog Ranch, but I just thought I'd mention that. Well, I appreciate that, Bob. I, why, why do you suppose that is? I, I've seen the same thing on the news, that there seems to be a surge of people bringing their pets into uh, the uh, uh, Palm Beach County shelters. Uh, well, and, i got a pretty good idea why. Why? I mean, I have three, I have three cats. I told you I have cats. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, <laughs> the cost of pet ownership is, has become very expensive. Uh, I, mean, I, I mean, you go to the vet store, every time you have to take them to a vet, Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's very expensive, and the food, everything is going way up I see. Uh, on that end. Pet, if you look at the latest inflation numbers that came out, and you look at the categories of what's going up the most, I think I discussed this with you once before about how car repair has gone way up. Well, also, pet food, pet food is going through the roof. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> going, through, going through the roof. So, you know, uh, the Palm Beach County Animal Shelter, I think they said they have capacity for 140 dogs, and they have 240 dogs. Yeah, and they have to euthanize so, the dogs if they yeah. don't have space and based on how long they've been there. So thanks very right. much for bringing that up. I just thought I'd mention it, and, uh, you know, if any of your listeners, uh, you know, I, I, I appreciate what Big Dog Ranch does, uh, and I think they do a wonderful thing, but they're not the only ones uh, that are having issues here to get pets adopted, and... Uh, I just thought I'd put it out there. I well, well, Bob, Bob one good thing about Big Dog Ranch that I should mention is that they do not euthanize any dogs. I know that. When they well, I know when that. they take a dog in, they 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 uh, keep that dog. They've actually had dogs that I know personally about that have been there for two or three years. Uh, right. Sometimes their dogs are just difficult to find a home for, but they just keep them there until they do find the home, and and they eventually they right. always do. Yeah, well, for some particular reason, I don't know why it is, but Palm Beach County, which has an enormous amount of money, yeah. the county does, Our has money. never done <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah. They've they've never done anything to expand that. They only had that one facility down on Belvedere. It's I don't know if you've ever been over there. It's it's not very large. Yeah. It, it's old. They haven't really put any money into doing anything on on that end, you know. And uh, so I'm a little disappointed in that. I'm, I don't know. If you know any of the county commissioners, you might want to make a phone call. You might have more leverage than I do. Well, that's a great idea. Uh, I think anybody out there to call the Palm Beach County Commission, because that's disgraceful uh, that they would not fund something as important as, uh, I mean, we they literally have to kill these dogs and, and, and to allow that to happen when all they have yeah. to do is vote some more money to build and expand the, uh, the shelter they have. But uh, that's I great, Bob. That. Thanks for suggesting no, that. Matter of fact, they used to have a truck that used to go around and cover the north end up here that would mm. do the spade and neutering, and they did away with that about terrible. Know, that hey, Bob, Bob, we got um, uh, Bob, we got to get to our next caller. Thanks a lot uh, for that very okay. important message, and I will repeat it during the show. And thank you so much. It. Wonderful, thank you so much. Thank you guys you, have Bob. a great weekend. Thank right, you. Bye. Same to you. Eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. We're going to get to our next caller, and that's Mary. She's calling us from Pompano. Good morning, Mary. Hi. Um, hi, Nancy. Hi, Earl. Hi, everyone. Hi. Um, thanks for all you do. Um, I've called before. Um, I have a family member. 
that had a car accident. Clearly, she was rear-ended. The other car, uh, the other car's insurance company paid for the whole thing. Um, however, now we're seeing um, some articles about filing diminished value claims, and they're talking about getting the car evaluated as to how much it's been diminished. Uh, it was. Uh, it didn't have to be towed. The other guy was total. It was a Subaru. It had uh, damage to the bumper and the cameras. Mm-hmm. But can you give me some guidance as to how we should go about this? Should we go to a dealer uh, to get an evaluation or somewhere else? Well, sure. Uh, uh, today's uh, market, uh, you should be able to get top price. You can shop the car to see, because uh, dealers will appraise the car even though it's damaged. And uh, what the insurance company should do is reimburse them for what it would cost to replace that particular year make model car or one just as good. Uh, in worst worst case scenario, uh, you can uh, contact an attorney. They work on uh, on commission. They, you you wouldn't have to be out of pocket. Uh, but uh, there are attorneys out there, quite a few of them, as a matter of fact, that specialize in diminished value claims. So if she feels the insurance company is not being fair, then she needs to, uh, you know, first of all, she can es- establish the cost to replace that car herself uh, just by shopping locally. And it, should, and it will be high because of the high price of used cars today. And if she's still not getting a, a fair treatment from the insurance company, uh, she can check with the local attorneys. Uh, Gordon Donner, um, they used to do a whole lot of commercials on that. I'm, I'm not sure if they do, but if they do, most local attorneys love diminished value claims. Oh, okay. That's, uh, that's so important. I, I've never even heard of it before until I read it, and I, I figured I'd ask you guys. So can I ask you, Gordon Donner, how do you spell his last name? Um, you know, I think, he, I think it's Gordon. I think, it used to, I think Donner's gone, and Gordon is there. Gordon, Gordon and Partners. Gordon Partners, yeah, Gordon and Partners, G-O-R-D-E-N and Partners, and they're they're all over television. And uh, we we've worked with them uh, uh, at our dealership. We have a collision repair facility, and sometimes the uh, insurance company wouldn't treat uh, the customer fairly, and we'd have the car, and we would say, you know, your insurance company is about two thousand dollars low, and you should be able to be reimbursed by this. And um, Gordon Partners uh, would uh, usually make a phone call or two, and it doesn't take very long at all because the insurance companies know when they're not being fair, and they don't want a lawsuit, so they could usually uh, get things straightened out in a hurry. Oh, that's that's great to know. Um, uh, so, um, so the best thing to do, though, really, would be to go to one of the dealers, uh, the Subaru dealers. Yeah, uh, you can you can establish. You say I have I have this car. You know, let's let's say she had a, a 2010 uh, or 2015 Honda Accord. Uh, she could describe it and see what it would what the dealers would pay for it, and and that would represent what it would cost her to replace it, at least it'd be a minimum. Actually, it would cost her more to replace it because they would mark it up for retail. But uh, it, it, that would also establish whether they are being fair or not. And she might find out, yeah, well, they are being fair, and then you don't have to call Gordon and Partners. So, but the diminished guy, she's already gotten paid by the insurance company. Oh, I see. Well, in that with- case, in that case, she should go directly to the attorney. Go directly to the attorney, okay. Um, I really appreciate this. Um, thank you so much. You guys are the best. Thanks for calling, oh, Mary. Thanks, Mary. 
Uh, give us Goodbye. a call. Let you know how. Let us know how that turned out for you. That's uh, Gordon and Partners, eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty, or you can text us at seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. Are you looking for a used car? Uh, if you uh, didn't pick up September's uh, subscription of the Consumer Reports, you should do so because they have a list of uh, used cars and. Uh, it would really benefit you if you were to go out taking a look around and I'm going to get to that page and I'll tell you guys what's number one on the list is the Toyota Prius it's the prime Prius 2020-2022 also uh, the Audi A5 2019-2021 that's if you're looking for a sporty car that's the Audi A5 uh, a large uh, lux luxury car is the BMW 3 Series 2020-2021. The uh, Lincoln Corsair 2020-2022. It's a small uh, SUV. And uh, also the Honda Passport. Uh, the Honda Passport, I I'd say that it's a, a midsize SUV. And that's the 2020-2022. So that's just to give you an idea. That's from the uh, road report and the consumer report. That number again is 877-960-9960, and you can text us at 772-497-6530. Don't forget, youranonymousfeedback.com. Rick, do you have anything uh, from YouTube or text? Well, Facebook? we've got Anne-Marie's uh, opening text. Let's bring that one up. Good morning, Anne-Marie. Uh, she says, good morning. Your Toyota dealership's used car department sells pretty much all makes of vehicles. I was wondering, if a customer comes in and buys a used vehicle that isn't a Toyota, can your service department that specializes in Toyotas do routine maintenance on other brands such as Cadillacs or Subarus or BMWs? Or would the customer be better off taking their new pre-owned vehicle to an independent shop that specializes in their particular brand? Well, my personal view is if you can find an independent mechanic that specializes in certain brands, talk to them and find out where they got their experience. A lot of technicians start out working for dealerships, then go open their own shop and specialize in the brand that they were trained in. And Rick, excuse me for interrupting, of course it would depend on the complexity and severity of the issue. Uh, if it's something relatively minor, then uh, most any uh, good mechanic uh, can take care of any make car. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. If you have a if you mm -hmm. have a te a, a technical challenge, uh, and you have a European car, you might want to go to a uh, one of those type of independents that specialize in that type of car. Exactly. Now, as for routine maintenance, our dealership we can we can do routine maintenance: tires, brakes, uh, oil changes, filters, and that on on any make and model. Um. However, finding an independent mechanic that is very experienced in the brand you know can save you a lot of money because even our shop, our dealership, we've got a much higher overhead and therefore we do have to charge a higher labor rate. A good independent mechanic that specializes in your make that you have can save you quite a bit and can be a really good asset. He might know all the ins and outs of that car and he'll also know when he might be getting over his head for not having the proper diagnostic or specialized tools. And a for good that place car. to find a mechanic like that is Consumer Reports. You can go to their webpage 
uh, and auto repair, consumer reports, auto repair. Put in your zip code, and they will give you the consumer report recommended technicians in your zip code. So uh, usually, uh, almost 100% of the time, you're going to get a lower price at an independent mechanic uh, than you do from a dealer. Uh, the, the danger is if it's a complex problem uh, and you need the diagnostic equipment and you need the factory support, uh, then the dealer would be the choice. But you're always going to pay more money at a car dealership uh, than you w- would at an independent mechanic. That's a great point, Absolutely. guys. We're going to go back to the phones and we're going to talk to Jay in Hope Sound. Good morning, Jay. Welcome. Well, good morning. I've got a question about um, whether you should uh, trade in your vehicle or or sell it uh, private sale. I've I've heard that um, car dealerships uh, use the trade to somehow bump up the the price uh, that they're charging for vehicles. So, what do you think? Well, it's it it, it, it isn't a question whether you trade it in or you or you uh, sell it yourself. It's a question of if you get the fair price uh, from uh, from the trade-in. and uh, But your point is extremely important. I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, what you should do before you even consider trading the car in is establish the true wholesale value. And you can do that so easily today, Easy, easier today than ever before, because there are so many independent players that have come into the business, like Carvana, and WeBuyAnyCar.com, and Vroom, and well, CarMax has been around a long time, but CarMax would be the first place I'd go to find out what I thought my car had in, in value wholesale, and then I would I would check with Carvana as many sources as I could. Then I would go to the dealer I wanted to buy my car from. I'd say, I want to trade my car in. And the reason you want to trade your car in is because you get a sales tax exemption in most states. In Florida, uh, you save yourself 6% of the value of your trade. So if you've got a a car that's worth uh, $10,000 and you trade it in Florida, you get a $600 savings, essentially, on the new car. Uh, But if you don't get a fair trade-in allowance, that savings isn't going to really benefit you. So establish the true value. And then try to trade it in for what you know you could sell it to the other dealer for, the other uh, Carvana or to CarMax. You say to the dealer, uh, you're going to give me $10,000 for this car. I could get $12,000 at CarMax. Now, he might say, well, go to CarMax. Or he might say, oh, we can give you uh, $12,000 too. Well, if he gives you $12,000, then you save $720 on the new car you're buying. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. I hadn't thought about the the sales tax uh, yes. angle. And um, well, what about the Palm Beach Post classifieds? Uh, do you know are they any good for selling vehicles? Well, I'm not going to ask you how old you are, Jay, but I know that you're over 21. Uh, nobody uses the classified Palm Beach Post ads anymore. And uh, I, I say, don't money. That's not literally. I occasionally, I, when I go out and pick up my Palm Beach Post in the morning, I look up and down the street, and I'm the only one getting the paper. So, uh, it isn't a very good source of of uh, anything, to be honest with you. Uh, so you 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 can check. Um, you could do classified online classified, and that's better than nothing. But I I, I don't recommend anybody try to sell their car personally 
uh, to an individual. And if you're talking to the individual that says he'll pay you $10,000 for the car, uh, next thing you know, uh, he wants you to finance it for him. Or next thing you know, uh, he'll get you the check tomorrow. Uh, or maybe the check's no good. Or I mean, there, there's too many variables when you're dealing one-on-one -on -one with a person to buy a car. You're far better off today than ever. I mean, uh, it's so easy to sell a used car today. Low demand, high, uh, high demand, low supply, and all these sources like Carvana and WeBuyAnyCar.com that are competing with each other. CarMax, as I say, is another source. So uh, forget the classified ads and go straight to the... Uh, the dealer. If you if your used car is a is a, a, a Kia, then you go to two or three Kia dealers, used car departments, and say, "I want to sell my car." These Kia dealers, used car managers are dying uh, for used cars. They're short of used cars. They can't get enough. So, you're is a seller's market for used cars. You take that Kia used car manager, say, "I want to sell it." No, I don't want to buy a Kia. I just want to sell my used car. And you get a bid. Say, "I'm going to the other Kia dealer and see what he'll pay me for it." And next thing you know, you get a really nice price for that used car. And, Jay, here's two other uh, options for you, cars.com and uh, autotrader.com. Yeah, right. Okay, and you mentioned Kia. How is their reliability as compared to Toyota? I know Good. Toyota's like... Good. They, when they came to the country, uh, uh, when they first came here, a Korean manufacturer, it was kind of a junky car. And uh, they got their act together. Now they build a high-quality car. You look in... Uh, the same thing is true with Hyundai. Of course, it's the same company. And you look at Consumer Reports, and uh, the, the quality of those Kias and Hyundais is quite high today. And, Bob, uh, or excuse me, Jay, um, there's also Facebook Marketplace. Um, it's uh, best for local ads. I, I, I don't want to monopolize your time, but uh, when is the best time of year to, to buy a car? Is it, like, just before the year ends or? Uh, it, it used to be really, really uh, important. Not so much anymore. The, the new cars are introduced uh, over such a long spread. They, I mean, we're get, we'll be getting 2024s out any month now. In fact, there might already be some 2024s out. It used to be they, they would all come out in September, October. So you'll see uh, the new car introductions coming in August, September, October, November, and then into the next year. Uh, they, they could introduce a 2024 in uh, 2025. So uh, I, I will say this. A good time uh, to uh, buy a car is at the toward the end of the month and then at the end of the calendar year too because there is a lot of pressure on dealers to sell a certain amount of cars in a month. Manufacturers have incentives and, uh, and there is a lot of commissions and bonuses paid to people if they get X number of cars in a month. So at the end of August, for example, uh, on August 31st or even September 1st, because the books don't always close on August 31st, but at the very end of August, you can usually get a better buy on a car than you can uh, at the early part of the month or the middle of the month. Okay, so this would be a good time to start shopping. Start and, shopping uh, now, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, don't go out cold on August 31st and not know what you want. Uh, research consumer reports, research pricing, get online, know what you need to know, and then on August 31st, that's when you sign on the dotted line and you get a much better price. Now, what, what is the smallest uh, compact that Toyota sells? Is that a Yaris? Is a what, what was that again? What is the smallest compact car 
the Toyota Salt? Would that be smaller a Yaris? spec? Right now, that'd be the Yaris. Yeah. Our our smallest car. And, and does that have the same engine as a Toyota Corolla? Uh, it does, but there there's multiple engines available in them. Uh, Yaris usually comes with the, the smaller four-cylinder. Um, however, if you got lucky enough to get hold of one of the GR Yaris's, uh, that's a little rocket ship. Not many on the road. Right? Very few. They're mostly in Japan and Europe, but... Uh, there's a few of them have made it over here. Yeah, just a few. Um, Jay, um, if you don't have any other questions, I'm going to suggest to you that you take a look at Earl's latest column. <clears throat> Excuse me. It might be time to buy a new car. Some auto manufacturers are discounting, and uh, what he means by this is is that these incentives are popping up now, and they haven't for a long time. So you want to look for all of that. So you can uh, either pick up the Florida uh, Weekly and see the column, or you can go to uh, uh, Hometown Earl, News. Earl on, yes, Hometown News. Uh, also, uh, Earl on Cars, and you can read uh, one of his uh, columns, or so many of them, uh, depending upon what you're looking for. Jay, thank you so much for the call. Thank you so much. And Bye. have a great weekend. 877-960-9960. Ladies, $50 for the first two new lady callers. $50. Give us a call. How was your shopping experience? Are you looking for a car? Uh, how about service? 877-960-9960. And we are going to stay with the phones. We're going to talk to John from Palm City. Good morning, Good morning John. to everyone. Uh, on my mind today is Tesla. We all know how they're expanding. They're just making the plant, and it's near Berlin in Germany, twice the size they're the largest selling luxury car in the world, uh, largest plant in Europe, and they're full speed ahead. It's unbelievable what's going on with them. But I'm going to have a question for Earl. Uh, Tesla, in March of 2015, uh, Earl mentioned about Connecticut once with the Indian Reservation. But people don't know, in 2015, the then governor, Governor Chris Christie, uh, declared Cat uh, Tesla allowing it to make a direct sales operation in the state of Florida. He had a lot. I mean, uh, New Jersey. He had a lot of flack with it. Uh, the Motor Vehicle Bureau was against him, but all he insisted was that they have service areas for the Tesla that they're selling directly to the consumer. <laughs> I want to ask Earl: Does he think that there's any possibility that our present president, the uh, man in the White House? could make an executive order and declare that all manufacturers send sell directly in all 50 United States? I, I, I don't think there's any chance at all, John, on that one. Legally, I don't think he could do it. Uh, that would be something that would have to be done legislatively. And even legislatively, uh, it would be... Uh, it would be difficult. Uh, the the move it's going to happen, uh, uh, but probably later rather than sooner. And uh, it's it's becoming uh, uh, interestingly enough. I, I I pose that question, your question. I posed it because I don't know the answer. I posed it to uh, uh, Chat GPT, the artificial intelligence app I have, and uh, it, it, they. They weren't too sure either, but they said that there's a lot of speculation that will happen. It's just a question of how and when. 
Well, I, I just bring it up because it doesn't seem to stop him. He has to go through Congress to get a, a you know permission. Yeah, I, just, like I think the, the, the power like, of the lollipops out. The power of the automobiles lobby, the associations, and the individual dealers is so strong. There isn't a chance. Uh, it, it's, it, it'll happen when the public demands it. It'll it'll happen when uh, it is such a thorn in the side of the public that they will threaten not to vote for a candidate if they don't support allowing manufacturers to deal directly. And I don't know when that's going to happen, but it will sooner, uh, sooner or later, probably later. Well, one fast thing while I'm on luxury cars, Bugatti which is, uh, oh no, I'm sorry, Lamborghini. I think it's owned by Volkswagen. I know Bugatti is. They announced they're going to be fully electric by 2028. Mm. That's Lamborghini. Yeah. So <laughs> it's going crazy, even with luxury cars. Uh, by the way, the number one selling after Tesla in the United States is a Rolls-Royce. Rolls-Royces <laughs> were shorted during the COVID-19, uh -huh. and you couldn't even buy a brand new one. They were mostly always used. Uh -huh. Rolls-Royce is another one that's going full speed ahead. Where yeah. the money is coming from, I, I can't answer that. The way things are with the price of uh, financing and, and cars, but they were uh, not manufactured uh, during the uh, COVID-19, and you couldn't buy one, just like you couldn't buy a lot of other things, like a uh, you know luxury watch. Uh, it's it's crazy what happened during COVID. And people are still using for part suppliers today. My friend on a Honda, some on, on a 2019, they couldn't get the parts for the rear brake on him. And what do you think the Honda deal to use right away? Well, shortage of COVID uh, supply shortage. So yeah. it's crazy completely. Now, one other fast thing to end it. People that like to watch entertainment. Today, it's unbelievable. There's an auction in California run by Gooding and Company. You can watch it live. It starts at 11 a.m. in uh, California time. That's 3 o'clock our time. And it's just crazy completely. I mean, even a Toyota that's going to run through there today. It's, 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 you know, the prices are out of this world. Yeah. You know, where the money is, I don't know. This is an international. Well, the, rich, the rich are getting richer, John. I mean, the, the billionaires are, I mean, it, it's always amazing to me when these billionaires, uh, they'll, 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 make ten, they'll be worth $10 billion, and then the, one year later they're worth $15 billion. How, 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 do, how do the billionaires move so fast? I'm not sure. But <laughs> Well, uh, just to give you a 62 Ferrari today is going to bring in, uh, nine to eleven million dollars. Yeah, it's it's uh, Ferraris and Maseratis and those cars are just completely crazy off the board. But I just thought it's interesting because it's a live auction and people are like me. I like a kid in a candy store. Yeah, just annoy uh, in watching it. By the way, the commission is like twelve percent. Really? <laughs> so, Not bad. <laughs> it's for the rich and famous. Hey, John. It's amazing yes. that uh, you should mention this because I, I was uh, taking a look at the business finance in the Wall Street Journal this morning, and uh, they're uh, auctioning off this uh, Ferrari. It's going to go for $60 million in New York. That's a new Ferrari, or is that an old Ferrari? And that's a 1964. Holy mackerel, wow. $60 billion. <laughs> Well, you know, a 67 Toyota today is going to be up to a million. Wow. $1 million on the auction today. So wow. if you're not doing anything, it's nice <laughs> free entertainment. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, John. Thank you so much, John.
Have a great weekend. Uh, we're going to go to Alan, who's giving us a call from uh, Lake Worth. Yeah, take take. I got a. Um, good morning, figured, Alan. Hey, good morning to you. How are you? We're well, thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Um, first of all, I, I just bought a car from Delray Honda. I'm here now, actually having the windows tinted. Hmm. It's a 2023 Honda um, Accord hybrid beautiful car i love it mm-hmm. but i got the extended warranty the platinum which uh will cover me 125,000 miles and they extended which was 72 months to 84 months if i you know exhaust the mm-hmm. time or the uh the uh, mileage but i was curious about something uh it's zero deductible when i bring it to delray honda if i have a problem however if I go anywhere else, it's called a disappearing deductible. It's it's a hundred dollars anywhere else after the manufacturer's warranty. What in the world is that all about? Well, that, that's surprising. Is this a is this extended warranty uh, a Honda by Honda manufacturer or is it? Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a uh, it, it's a good warranty, I would think. Yeah, if Honda oh, yeah. manufacturers is, is sponsoring it, and of course the reason, uh, if uh, the reason they're going to charge you deductible is to encourage you to go to the Honda dealer, where there'll be a zero deductible. If you go elsewhere, you have to pay the deductible. And one of the reasons Honda wants to do that, uh, the good reason would be the fact that they like to think their Honda technicians are better trained, which they probably are. Honda parts are good to use and supposed to aftermarket parts. And uh, they'll get you'll get a quality repair. So they want to encourage you to go back to the Honda dealer where uh, they have some control over who's fixing the car and which parts to use. A Honda dealer will use a Honda train technician, and they will use Honda parts, which is good for them and good for you too. Absolutely, that I know. I I thought uh, so. Uh, what I was curious, and I need to talk to him because I'm here now. They're gonna now. I just got here in Delray. They're going to tint the windows. They put the protective coating on there. Uh, oh, so this just applies. So it's for every Honda dealer because they made it sound if I went to Bremen or went to somewhere else, I pay a hundred dollar de- deductible. But if I come here, this is after the, of course, the manufacturer's warranty expires. Uh, then it's zero deductible. I don't. So, I don't. I, I I would double check on that because what you say doesn't make sense. Uh, uh, if, no. it, if it was if it was a Honda warranty, they would not do that. If it was a Delray Honda dealer warranty, then they oh, would do boy. that. So double check to be sure that's an official Honda warranty. And if not, you can cancel that warranty in Florida as long as you haven't used it. Of course, uh, you can cancel right. that warranty anytime up to uh, ninety days. Beautiful, beautiful. But I love the car, though. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And you can buy a Honda warranty, that extended warranty. And that, uh, but uh, the, a lot of dealers like to sell their own warranties, and they have their, sure. their own company, and it's a, a warranty company, and they sell you, they make a nice profit. You can't blame them for wanting to make a nice profit. Work to start it. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. Alan, you sound like you fell in love all over again. I did. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been in love, so it's a it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Honestly, well, thank you so much. Uh, well, it's a great car. You bought a great car. Yeah, uh, it sounds enjoy, like a beauty. Enjoy that Honda. I think so, and I do appreciate you guys. Love your show when I'm working and I'm driving during the day. 
Uh, I just want to wish you all the very best, and thank you for all the great years you have put out a, a quality product and have been around. You are definitely a name that is uh, truly recognized. Be well, stay well. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much, Alan. Uh, we are going to go to Lance, uh, who's giving us a call from Tennessee. Lance has become a regular caller, and he is, uh, well, quite entertaining. <laughs> morning, Lance. Good morning. Well, Earl, it's Saturday morning, and I couldn't let it pass without a little song. Oh, boy, I got a song. Lance, are you a songwriter by profession? No. <laughs> I knew that. I was just kidding you. <laughs> In the morning paper, it's the street. Earl Stewart on cars can't be beat. They've got Earl, Nancy, Rick, and more. Give them a call, and you'll save a lot at the dealer's door. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you're definitely not a professional. But anyway, yeah, keep trying. I mean, that's a, you know, I, I love your songs, but uh, I don't know if you can sell them. <laughs> I won't let you know, or we will place a copy of uh, your book in the local library. Um, and uh, I checked, stopped by the library the other day, and they say that several people have checked it out. So that's good. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you calling. You know, we need a little levity on this show, and you provide that uh, now weekly, and we look forward to that. So I can't wait till next week and hear what your next song is going to be. I've got one last question. Have you heard anything about my favorite dog, Wheelie? Uh, you know, we haven't, and, I, and uh, shame on us. What's uh, that? Uh, uh, the, the dog we had earlier, the one that had... Cowboy? Uh, no, the, uh, 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 the one that... Wheelie. Uh, yeah. Our first one. Oh. The, with a bad leg. Uh-huh. Yeah. Straight leg syndrome. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll uh, check it we're going to check on that and make a point of that. I promise you we'll have an answer for you next week. And, and you know what, Lance, what you can do if you'd like, if you have the time now, you can go to www.bigdogranchrescue.org, and you can take a look right there, and you can check as to whether that dog has been adopted until we get well, the We'll do that for until you. Until we get the information. Okay, have a good Saturday. It's great talking to you. You too, Lance. Look forward to hearing from you next week. Get that song ready. Uh, I also want to mention, uh, thanks to Jonathan, he reminded me uh, that, uh, you know, uh, we pick up the registration fees uh, for the dog of the week, uh, the adoption fees. You know how expensive it is uh, to adopt a dog and to take care of a dog that we're here to help you. Uh, We are going to go back to uh, Rick and uh, before we do, I'd like to mention if you could take a look at Earl, take a look at your anonymous feedback, see if we have anything there. Uh, uh, we do. We we have one anonymous feedback, and uh, let me uh, find that now. Thanks, Jonathan. Let's see here. Oh, here it is. Your anonymous feedback. Guess if you want to talk to us without us knowing who you are, youranonymousfeedback.com. Just the way it sounds. I'll read it. Uh, so at least for me, the video explaining dealer floor plans being obsolete seemed to end abruptly without elaborating on why floor plans are obsolete. Is it because there are fewer vehicles on the lot 
aren't dealers still paying floor plan? And wouldn't they continue to do so as inventories recover? Also, for my reference, do dealers pay floor plan on both new and used? And if so, are the interest rates different for new and used like they are for the public? Um, the uh, floor plan, the reason I say uh, floor plans are obsolete, I made that comment uh, a few months ago, I think. Um, they're, they're still not as uh, acute and important as they once were because the inventories were relatively low. At the time I made that comment, uh, inventories were extremely low. Uh, for example, my inventory, uh, I'm a, a Toyota dealer. We have a Toyota dealership. Uh, that uh, sells you know two or three hundred new cars a month, and uh, typically we'd have three or four hundred used new cars in stock. Uh, I'd have millions of dollars uh, tied up with uh, floor plan, and I'd be paying interest on it. Right now, uh, and back then, I would have maybe fifty or sixty cars on the lot, and so the effect of the cost of interest was negligible. So floor plans are still not as important as they used to be. A floor plan, by the way, is what dealers pay the bank for lending them the money to buy the car from the manufacturers. Most dealers don't have the, uh, you know, five, 10, 20 million dollars uh, hanging around that they can afford to keep all those cars on the lot and they have to borrow the money and then when they sell the car, they have to pay the car off. A fa fancy name for it is floor plan, but yeah, it's basically that. Today, uh, dealers are seeing more uh, cars on the lot. As a matter of fact, I was going to talk about this later in the show, electric vehicles, there's a huge amount of electric vehicles on lots, not Tesla, because Tesla sells directly, but dealers that are selling electric cars have up to a 90 and even 100 day supply. And they have a lot, millions of dollars tied up in electric vehicles, and electric vehicle sales have slowed down. And uh, so floor plan is a big factor right now to those dealers, and they're paying a lot of money. Uh, uh, imagine having uh, $10 million worth of electric vehicles on the lot, and you're having to pay 10% interest, which is about right. You're paying a million dollars a year interest on that $10 million. And a million dollars a year, what's that, about uh, 300000 300, you can do, do the division, but that's a lot of money to pay. So um, I modify my statement, uh, floor plan is a big factor now, especially if you're selling electric vehicles. You know, and, and, you know, to uh, your point, uh, recently uh, I was reading Warren Buffett uh, selling off, uh, say, uh, I believe it's like 45% of GM stock because of the vehicles uh, in the uh, pileup. Yeah, General Motors is having a hard time yeah. uh, selling electric vehicles. So and when you get his Warren attention. Warren Buffett sold half his stock. Yeah, you get his attention. Uh, it's uh, worthy of uh, taking advantage of uh, looking at the situation. Uh, ladies, I'll remind you again, $50 for the first two new lady callers. $50. Give us a call. Help me support the platform here for the ladies and uh, you've done so in the past let's do it again today 877-960-9960 and uh, don't forget uh, to uh, text us at uh, 877-9 excuse me 772-497-6530 and uh, we are going to go back to Rick and he'll take care of uh, text YouTube Facebook well I just took a look at uh, BDRR and Wheelie is not listed right now. No. So Wheelie may be in a foster 
Or he may be adopted already. Oh. Lance, I hope you're listening. It looks like we, they found a home for Wheelie. Okay. Where are we now? We're going to break. Well, uh, one other quick note. California, beware. The southwest coast area, watch out, folks. Yes. Uh, weather patterns have had California area getting a lot of rain lately. But right now, hurricane, or I guess it would be called, uh, uh, what do they call a uh, Cyclone Hillary or Hurricane Hillary is a stage four, category four hurricane heading up the coast from Baja, California, pretty much aiming at San Diego. Well, we're, this is now, a on cars, not a right. weather. <laughs> but there's a reason why I'm mentioning this. Oh. Exactly. As we have seen right here in South Florida, yeah. when they get all that massive rain, with all the heavy rains they've had, they're going to start having flood cars. Mm -hmm. So California, Arizona, New Mexico, uh, Nevada, when you start seeing cars coming up for sale really cheap, Look them over close. Assuming the hurricane hits. Exactly. Yeah, well, exactly. it's, it's yeah. pretty much, it's aiming and, and, right at them. But, to your point, we were yeah. thinking uh, the same thing this morning because I picked up Earl's old column on flood cars, and they are definitely worthy of looking at carefully because they're everywhere right now. Yep. 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. We're going to go back to Rick. Uh, we're, we're caught up on texting. Are well, we? actually, uh, Frank and Jupiter did send an interesting picture over. Uh, it was a Tesla with the license plate reading DRVTSLA. So somebody got the plate they wanted. Drive Tesla. Oh, oh very good. Yeah. Interesting. 877-960-9960. Remember, ladies, $50 for the first two new lady callers. Can you believe that catalytic converters are still being stolen from every, there's, there's no place that they won't go with their cutters and remove the catalytic converters. And, uh, you know, there was an article in yesterday's paper about it and uh, they went into great detail as to why uh, the catalytic converters are so, you know, uh, it, 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 it's it's great because of the minerals and the everything that they can get for it. Very expensive. We are going to go to we're going to go back to the phones uh, where we have Marty calling us. He's a regular caller. Good morning, Marty. Good day. Hey, well, Marty. Uh, yeah. Hi. Can you hear me? All right. Yep. We're here. Okay. Uh, I just wanted you to know now I'm on a year wait again. Uh, I didn't order another Camry, but I did order a RAV4 Limited from your dealership. So they said it'll only be a year. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll wait, and hopefully I'll like it. So they said, hey, if you don't like it, uh, your dealership is, is very nice. If you don't like it, you can leave it, and then you'll sell it to somebody else in a week. Well, I wish everybody were as patient as you are, Marty. Yeah. You're so, a person uh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but I want to tell you, on my phone on the car, when you press the speaker button and I say text Earl Stewart, I was, I was able to get a hold of you and I could say what I wanted. <laughs> now all of a sudden it says do a quick response. So when I went in to order the RAV4, I asked one of the salesmen, 
and he was very nice. He came out. He said, well, now you need to plug in uh, your cord and ask for Apple Play, and then I could text you, you know, and say what I wanted. So huh. I don't know why it got changed. But I went on the Internet, and about 15, 20 people have complained, too, that all of a sudden uh, you can't text directly from the steering wheel other than these canned uh, answers. I don't know about that. That may be an update through the phones, uh, or it may be one of the over-the-air updates to the radio systems. Um Toyota's always trying to keep on the cutting edge with the safety concerns. And when they change stuff like that, unfortunately, that's that's one of their changes they liked. Yeah, it, it's I, to, to avoid driver distraction. Now, you're, Rick is absolutely correct. Some guy told me that Toyota did it for that reason, for safety reasons. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I tell you what, I'm... I really have a lot of uh, feeling for uh, drivers of new vehicles today with the uh, changes. And uh, uh, it's, it's just a shame. You buy a new car today, and to be honest, uh, you're, you're, you're only utilizing about, if you're smart, you're, you, you may be getting 75% of the benefit of the car. Uh, there's so much uh, to learn. You, you almost have to go to college to learn how to drive your car. And uh, it shouldn't be that way. It should be the other way around. It should be, you should be able, it should be non-challenging. Uh, uh, it should be extremely easy. Of course, we're going in that direction with fully autonomous. And uh, unfortunately, to reach fully autonomous safely, to reach a vehicle that you can literally uh, say to your smartphone, uh, you know, uh, call my car and then take me to uh, uh, Walgreens uh, and then now take me home. That is the ultimate in simplicity. To get there, we have to go through this highly complex uh, challenge, technically, that most people, if they, if they can't understand it, they can't remember it all. And I, you know, I'm a very technically qualified person for an old guy, and, and uh, Nancy and I drive a Tesla, and we still haven't figured out probably a good 25 or 30 percent of what that Tesla is capable of doing. So uh, the average person today gets in a car and pays uh, $50,000, and he's, he's only using $40,000 worth of stuff. That's just not right. So much yeah. so. No, I'll what, tell you one Marty. thing. My wife has a CRV, and the controls on, the, on my Camry are much easier to use than on the Honda. Sure, yeah. yeah. So it, it's, I think Honda is a lot more complicated. I think I think the engineers and scientists and the technical groups are running the are running the manufacturers now. You got to get you have to get the people that understand the customer and understand the capability and the inclinations of a customer. And whoever figures out that first is going to sell a lot of cars because if I had a car that I could say that anybody can drive this car easily and use all the features and benefits without having to go to school or read a 2,000-page owner's manual, uh, if I had that type of car, I would sell all the cars. And once the manufacturers get that, they'll start to simplify cars. Yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> well I'm just waiting now for 24s to start. 
So uh, I am very patient. <laughs> you, you sure know are. you are, Marty. You sure Marty, are. thank you so much for the call. We look forward to hearing from you again. All right. Have a good weekend. Thank you. You do, do the same. And we're waiting for Rick's book to come out, and it's going to be hitting the shelves soon. He's going to explain all of this to us, and he is a book of knowledge. <laughs> My book. <laughs> Your book. <laughs> we're going to go. My book's a little ways off yet. <laughs> we're going to go to John in West Palm Beach. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning. Uh, you were talking about flood cars on the West Coast, and I was wondering, is there a way to identify if the car is a flood car? You know, like uh, if a car has been rebuilt and it's got a, a rebuilt title, type thing uh how could it other than going there and pulling up the carpet underneath to see if it's wet is there a way to find out the simplest and uh, most most reliable is just look at it i don't mean you literally but uh take it to a technician a qualified technician and any qualified technician uh you have to pay them i mean it, it it takes some effort and and skill but uh, a good technician can look at a car, put it up on the lift, and check a few areas and tell you, uh, better than the insurance company or, or the title or anything else, whether that car has been in the flood. Am I right, Rick? Absolutely. So it's, you're right about the title, and uh, in certain states uh, it would be evident. But cars float around through all 50 states, and some states have just absolutely no regulations, and they, they, they take these states, the people with the bad guys, they go, they go to California, assume the hurricane hits California, which I still don't believe it's going to hit, but uh, assuming it hits California, and they buy up a bunch of flood cars, and they, and they truck them to... Uh, uh, Mississippi or New Jersey uh, or a few other states, these are states that are able to wash the title, they call it. They, you could you take a, a car that's branded as a flood car and, 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 and rebrand it with a clean title and then take it to Florida and sell it. So forget about all that. Just be sure you get your car checked. Anytime you buy a car, a used car, you should always have it checked by a mechanic and flood damage, water damage of any kind is something that a good mechanic will be able to tell you about. And John, you can go to Earl on Cars and you can read uh, one of Earl's columns uh, which targets uh, how to avoid buying a flood car after the hurricane. Uh, take a look at it. it ha it's really definitely worthy of reading. Well, the, the reason why I ask is I'm, I was looking for a Y, uh, a Tesla Y used mm -hmm. and all of a sudden Merritt Island came up with a whole bunch of Ys that are used mm -hmm. and I was just wondering how many of those were flood cars since they got hit is Florida one of those states that can wash a title no Florida's, uh, are good. Florida's got a good title state uh, they uh, they're, 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 they're accurate so if there was any, any anything damaged under that car the Florida title law uh, would would uh, would save you uh, from being, you know, buying a flood car. Yeah, because I don't mind going to Merritt Island and buying a car. Because yeah. I don't want to waste my time if there was an easier way to identify whether the car was a flood car. Yeah, and and it, but it's still it still take it to a, a mechanic anyway because you know uh, flood cars are. When, when a car is officially a flood car, it's really been flooded. But, you know, you can have minor damage, uh, and, you know, you, you want to check the mechanics or the electronics of a car anyway. So uh, spend 200 bucks and get yourself an independent mechanic. Don't take the, 
the seller's mechanic, get your mechanic, and pay him right. to pay him a couple hundred bucks. Say, please check this car over. Would you buy this for your mother? And uh, tell them to check for water damage, any kind of damage, and and mechanical reliability. And the, uh, give it the stamp of approval, and it's worth every penny of that $200. Yeah, definitely, John. You know, uh, these unscrupulous uh, masters of disguise, I'm going to call them, uh, they can really make a car look, smell, feel, even drive perfectly for a while. Yeah. And uh, you really have to be sure. Yes, Rick? Hey, a quick note just came in from Donovan. He says, for the caller, wait on buying a Model Y if you can. The new Model 3 is coming any week now, and the new Model Y will shortly will be shortly after. This should mean a nice price drop is coming shortly. Thank you, Donovan. Great news. I love Thank you, your Donovan. YouTubers. He's awesome. Amazing. Yeah, definitely. Every week, week in and week out. So uh, I hope that we answered your questions, John. Thank yeah, you, you did. The, um, yeah, the, the the Model 3 Highland isn't out yet, but that's on its way. Uh, I guess it's in Europe now you can order it, but not here yet. Oh. That's what I was looking for. And so anyways. Okay. Um, Thank you, John. That's it. Oh, you're right. Hey, can I give a, can I give a shout-out to uh, a garage that uh, really took care sure. of me the other day? We had the... Uh, uh, the, like the, yeah, we, the, the lo we love recommendations from our callers on, on, on repair shops and dealers. Any place you had a good experience with a car, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, definitely, John. This place is Electrified Garage in uh, in River, uh, at, uh, Blue Heron and Military. Electrified Garage. The guy's great. He does all electric cars. Electrified uh, Garage. I haven't yeah, heard of them. I haven't heard of them. That's that's good information. Uh, is uh, What's the location again? Uh, it's on the corner of Blue Heron and Military. And, and uh, that's on uh, Riviera Beach? Yeah, I think that's Riviera Beach. And it's right behind that uh, golf cart place. I, I know you guys are down at the eastern end of the you know, the, the city and that. But, um, yeah, Blue Heron and uh, yeah. Military. We get down and, that uh, way. <clears throat> and when I was asking about batteries, you're saying that, uh, you know, now if, if a Tesla owner is going to have to get a new battery, the big battery pack, says you can get them used you know you can you can get them used and they're reconditioned well that's, great. Well, that's and, good uh, to know. great yeah. information john electrified garage. all right thank you rick and that is seconded by donovan he says electrified garage is amazing oh wow there you go john yeah, look, anybody got a telephone donovan. number for electrified uh, garage i yeah i'm driving right now so I, oh, okay um, well never mind you can text it to us Okay, very good. All, All right. right. Thanks so much. Thanks, John. All right. Remember, ladies, $50 for the first two new lady callers. Uh, $50 just to give us a call and say hello or share an experience with us, uh, whether you leased, whether you uh, purchased, uh, or you had your car serviced. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Don't forget, we need some more uh, you, uh, your anonymous feedback, uh, dot com. Rick? Electrified Garage at 7190 Devons Road B, Riviera Beach, Florida, 33404. Uh, phone number is 772-842-3306. 
and they have a five-star Google rating hmm. with 109 reviews. Wow. That is fantastic. So, uh, 109 is, uh, that's that's getting up there, yeah. and to have perfect five stars, that's that's pretty good. That Thanks sure for putting is. that out and there, that, Rick. Again, that is in uh, 7190 Devon's Road, which is, it's kind of a... Um, like a, a warehouse complex area. Remember, we have people all over the world. So yep. this is in Florida. It's in Palm Beach County, and it's you probably you know where West Palm Beach, Florida is. It's just a little bit north of West Palm Beach. Yep, it's the north, the next city to the north. Yes. Okay, yep. uh, we are going to go to uh, the phones, and we are going to talk to uh, Bobby from West Palm Beach. Hey, Bobby. Are you still on the line, Bobby? Uh, yes. Hello. Good morning, Good morning. Bobby. Welcome. Um, thanks. Uh, a couple of things. One, just as an aside, I was traveling. Uh, it's, it's, if you're looking for something to do, you might want to download one of your previous episodes that maybe, maybe you might have missed and listen to it on the airplane. It's, it passes two hours of time oh. while you're traveling. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, thank you very much. Sure, you learn something while you're while you're flying. Yeah, what a compliment. Exactly. We've never ever had anyone call us uh, to suggest listening to an old show. Thank you well, so much. Right, you can't listen to all of them. So if you hear a new one, it's fun. Yeah. Um, so I was calling about uh, rental cars because um, people need to be a little more careful as they get in rental cars now because there's a number of new options that people aren't familiar with. And I had a problem with a Jeep Wrangler. I was out on Seminole Pratt, which is sort of a, you know, it's a it's sort of a two-laney road. And a woman was stopped at a stoplight and wasn't moving mm -hmm. in a Jeep Wrangler, kind of newish. And so I, I'm, I'll stop and push them out of the way so they're not blocking traffic. Um, and I hollered over to her from the side, you know, can you put it in neutral and I'll push it? And she said, no, it's stuck. And it and as it turned out, it was a rental car, mm -hmm. and I'm not the greatest mechanic in the world, but I know how to I know how to override the gear shift lock, uh, but but the mechanism in the Jeep really didn't work that well, and I finally got it to move, but yeah. it never it never unlocked the it never unlocked the transmission, and eventually somebody ran into the back of her. Oh Lord! Oh, oh boy! Right. Now, right. I, yeah, I know I mean, what you mean about rental cars. I, Nancy and I um, have had bad experiences. Uh, we don't travel that much anymore, but when we did, you know, you, 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 try to, you try to rent a car that you're familiar with, and if you can't get one, forget about it. I mean, it's, it's, and today, it's, it's doubly bad because uh, cars are so different today uh, than just the same model five years ago. So I, 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 it's a great. Uh, I, if I were going to rent a car, I would do my best to rent something that I knew I knew how to drive. But even even yes, that's true. But even so, like you know, those things like brake hold. If you have a brake hold on your car where you mm -hmm. can take your foot off the brake at the stoplight, and then you get in a car that doesn't have it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, for, for sure. It's a little bit troubling to the person in front of you. Yes. Yeah, yeah that muscle yeah. memory. Yeah. Think fast. So you just need to you just need to sort of familiar familiarize yourself with the car you're getting into, and Good it's point. hard to go over everything. But uh, just a thought, anyhow. And listen to Earl Stewart on cars while you're traveling. <laughs> Bobby, Thank thanks you. so much. What a great call. Sure. Give us thanks. a call again. 
We're going to go to Jersey Mike in New Jersey. Good morning, Jersey Mike. Welcome. Hi there. Uh, first of all, with Big Dog Ranch, I want to I tell you that I adopted a dog there. And oh, a lot thank of people you. May not, yes, I, uh, for a roommate of mine, because I already have a dog, but they're great together as a, a sister and brother. But that what people don't know is if you are a veteran, which I happen to be, you get a 50% discount on any adopted dog from Big Dog Ranch. Say that again, Mike. 50%? I said if you are a veteran, past military veteran, oh, oh, wow. you will get 50% discount on any dog that's adopted there. Well, shame on us for not knowing wow. that. Thank you so much. That is and, really cool. And also, when you do adopt a dog there, you get a dog with all that's needed, meaning... You get a dog that's been chipped, that's been neutered, that's mm-hmm. been groomed, that the nails have been cut, the ears have been cleaned. Uh, it's been done right, okay? Yeah. That's all part of that fee that you're paying when you adopt that dog. So I gave them a $1,000 donation because they happen to have a veteran's uh, booth there in the rear. There's a big complex, Big Dog Ranch. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a number of buildings, and I'm just saying that they do marvelous, marvelous work out there. Yeah, it's it is an amazing place. It's in Luxahatchee, way, way west on uh, Old yeah, Kennedy Boulevard. Way it's way out there, but it's <laughs> way worth, it's worth the drive. I mean, uh, what Absolutely. they have done. Yeah, what they've done. And by is the way, amazing. on the way out there, if you want to get some nice plants, there's a lot of low, lower expense places yeah. out there to pick up plants for your garden and so forth and so on. Wow. A lot of things to do out here. Let yeah, me go it, to another topic, okay? And, uh, right. uh, it's like a college campus uh, for dogs. Yeah, I'm going to do it exactly. You got that <laughs> right. And the people are really very helpful. I mean, and know what they did, too? They'll tell you uh, if, if they have an allergy or something like that, they'll give you medication. It's it's all free. It's Not free. It's all part of that yeah. fee that you're going to pay. And yeah. if you're a veteran, it's going to be 50% less than what it would be for the normal person. The dog that I adopted... Amazing uh, information, me, Mike. Thanks for sharing that for with us. And I got it for three. Charlie's Auto, shout out next to the place where the electric uh, uh, car place is over there on Blue Heron and uh, Military Trail. Charlie's Auto will do body work on your car that's absolutely phenomenal and at a very, very low price. Charlie's Auto. Hmm. Yep. And, and where it's is right, it again? It's right, ne- it's right next to the electric place. It's, it's in the rear. It's like a warehouse, and, he's, he, and he has a sign out front, Charlie's Auto, so you can go in the office in the front when you pull in the front parking lot, but well, his shop is much. in the rear. Yeah, so it's a, you're plugging a Big Dog Ranch and Charlie's Auto. We need all the referral. You know, word of mouth is the way to go. And, uh, you know, all the advertising in the world, you know it's all BS, most of it. And, uh, and when you have someone that has personal experience that you know and trust, gives you a referral, that's the way to... Way to adopt a dog and the way to uh, get your uh, collision repair done. Yeah, great information, right. Mike. I, I got one last question I want to ask, okay? Mm-hmm. I right. had at one time, many years ago, a 1957 Eldorado Brome. This is the car that has stainless steel top. It had suicide doors that opened from the middle, four doors, and it had air right, meaning it would sit down low until you turn the ignition on, and then it would rise up to, in order to drive it. Do you have any idea where I might be able to find something like that in the United States of America? <laughs> <laughs> Just get it. Google it. <laughs>
I, I call call John from Palm City. He knows where all the old cars are. Yeah, yeah. And, John, uh, you can Google it. Go to artificial intelligence. Uh, I don't like. I'll, I'll tell you what. We will we will te- if you will text us. We will text you his phone number, and I guarantee okay, what's you. Okay. Te- what's your what's your text number? Seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero and then we'll give we'll text you back as uh his also Mike great. you can go to also Mike you can go to online automotive marketplace jot that down online automotive yes and that's it that's online automotive marketplace and it's uh marketplace. Hemmings H-E-M-M-I-N-G-S dot com. Hemmings dot com. You know what? That reminds me. When I was young, Thanks, they used to have a catalog that came out. Hemmings has mm-hmm. a catalog. Mm-hmm. Where, the would you get, where would you get a Hemmings catalog? Do you get any idea? Oh, wow. They're, they're going to be online now. I don't think okay, you need to right. get the okay, uh, okay. I got version. I got you. Hey, thanks a lot for all your information. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Mike. So, you gotta, Stay tuned you gotta, for our gotta, uh, Dog of the Week that's uh, cu- coming up. Uh, so it's just uh, about 9.21. Let's go to uh, Rick and uh, share with us any text, YouTube okay. or Facebook, uh, before we uh, introduce Paco. Well, we got Paco. A, a couple quick little notes here. Uh, Donovan also says that the Electrified Garage is an expanding franchise um, they're also in Ocala and Amesbury, Massachusetts. Oh, so it's not an individual. It's, it'll be eventually a growing chain. Right. You know, that is, that is such valuable information because uh, now it will be available in other areas, and, and there, there'll probably be a, a standard. But what, what a great idea. I'd, I'd love to get in on the investment on that. You I mean, might want to look at their website and yeah. talk to them, yeah. What a way to go. And... Tom Steckel says, hey, we drove the Camry V6, he's got a relatively new one, from Orlando to Henderson, North Carolina, and averaged 37 miles per gallon with a V6 Camry. That's pretty decent. And a quick note here from Julie Fine. She says, for the lady last week who wanted a new blue car, you might consider having a wrap put on your car. Mm-hmm. Order, you know, get what color you can, and then have it wrapped. Yeah. Uh, now, I I have seen some wraps on cars, and the color choices are unbelievable. The yeah. um, the the different shades and the colors, the different textures. And if you want to change your color, you just take the wrap off and uh, and put another wrap on. Whereas painting a car would be much more expensive. Exactly. That's one of the things that I've even considered. Um, for a text we had come in from Deck, uh, he says he had a problem with his Lexus where every time he'd plug in his phone accessory to charge his phone in the power outlet, it would blow the fuse. Hmm. Uh, my advice, Deck, try a new cable or the little power adapter. Usually that's the first thing that's causing that problem. They sometimes will short inside and that will pop that fuse in an instant. So for about $10, you get a new adapter, a new cable, and give that a shot first before you do anything else. Also, make sure that the fuse you're using is what the vehicle calls for, for its rating. If it calls for a 15 amp fuse, don't put anything higher 
and don't go lower. Make sure it's the proper rating fuse. Gotcha. Boy, what a, a great exchange of information this morning uh, here at uh, Earl on Cars. And uh, I didn't mention early, but I really want to thank all of you who tune in and because you are a huge part of the show. And that goes for everyone here who thanks you. Rick? And one last one. Uh, for Kim Appreciates Life, she says, Electrified Vehicles and Charlie's Auto for Body Work. Thanks for the info, both on Blue Heron and Military. Yes. And yes, I checked the location. Um, it's the southeast corner of Blue Heron and Military Trail, and it's in behind the big golfing center there. So you'll you'll see all the signs for all the golf carts, and it's kind of a, a whole warehouse complex there, and they're kind of right in the in the backside of those. Yeah, that gives everyone an idea of the location. Uh, uh, you have anything else for? Okay. We're caught up We're, right now. It's just uh, by the clock, about 9.24. Earl? Yeah, I, I want to talk about my latest blog again. Um, I okay. just My latest blog had to do with the fact that now is the time you might want to consider buying a new car. Mm -hmm. And the reason, um, if you, if you, the reason this is a good time is that the inventories that dealers have, in some cases, are extremely favorable. And if the dealers have larger inventories, they're back to the good old days when you could negotiate, when you could be uh, use competition to bring the price down. For for two years or almost three years now, it's been a seller's market, and you pay what the dealer asks, and that's the end of the conversation. Now is a good time to think about buying a new car. Uh, if you get into this do some research as to availability. It's easy to tell if a dealer's got a lot of cars, you drive over or you look at his website, or maybe that's not such a good idea because they lie about their inventories on their website. But if there's a lot of cars on the lot, then you could be able to get a better price. Now, one of the things that you want to do when you decide which car you want, and you would decide that a manufacturer had uh, a lot of cars shipped to the dealers, and you also decide that you like that car, and you check that car out uh, any way you want to, quality-wise or uh, performance-wise. Uh, my blog talked about a Jeep Wrangler, and uh, I looked on the Jeep factory, that's uh, Stellantis, but they make the Jeep. Stellantis used to be Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and now it's uh, Stellantis. You look at the Jeep manufacturer's website, jeep.com, and they show you the manufacturer's incentives. Now, believe it or not, the manufacturer on, a, on certain Jeep Wranglers is offering a $4,000 kickback rebate to the customer. Now, it goes directly to you, not the dealer. So now you know about it because you've gone to the manufacturer's website, Jeep, in this case, jeep.com. It could be... Uh, uh, Chevrolet.com, it could be Honda.com. You go to the manufacturer's website and you look under incentives and perform, you know, uh, uh, sale items, and they will tell you what the manufacturer will rebate to you. Now, when you go into the dealership to buy, you have a negotiating edge because the Jeep dealers have a lot of Jeeps. I mean, a lot of Jeeps. Uh, local dealers, I see them all the time advertising, and they do have a lot of Jeeps. Now, they won't tell you about the manufacturer's rebate. What they will do, unfortunately, is when you're negotiating, when you go to buy the Jeep, uh, 
they will take that incentive and put it into their profit. And the way they get your money is by getting you to sign a form when you're buying the car. And you know, if you bought a car uh, recently, you remember the huge amount of paperwork. You sign here, sign here, sign here. You're signing 5, 10, 15, 20 documents. And half the time, you don't know what you're signing. If You can't know what you're signing because there's too much fine print and too much to read. So you just sign it. Well, what you just sign is a, is a document that assigns your $4,000 rebate on that Jeep to the dealer. Now, if you haven't gotten that negotiated down in the price, you're just enhancing his profit. So this applies to any car you buy today. If you want to buy a new car, go to the manufacturer's website, see what incentives they are offering to you. And if it pairs up with the car, a model that you want to buy of that particular make, then keep that in mind when you're shopping and comparing the price that you want to pay with other dealers. So I'm not saying buy a new car today. I'm just saying start thinking about it and concentrate on those vehicles that have built up a high dealer day supply. And one of those would be Jeep, for example, and certain other models that uh, have a lot of cars too. And you can go to Earl on Cars and you can read that column. Uh, you can also go to Florida Weekly. Uh, you can go to Hometown News, and that uh, column, and just in case you forgot, is it might be time to buy a new car. Some auto manufacturers are discounting, so take a look at that. It's a great read. Uh, we are going to get to the dog of the week. Uh, it is now 9.29, and uh, our dog is uh, Paco, and uh, Paco is, uh, as uh, they told us, is a rambunctious He's, uh, well, it starts out, what's up, guys and gals? My name is Paco. I'm big, young, and very rambunctious. He's a puppy, and um, he is uh, one year, five months, and two weeks old, and he's a little doll, Paco. And uh, I, he was found as a stray uh, way back last fall when I when he was still a baby. <laughs> He's calling himself a baby. He's a year old now. But nobody ever came looking for me. I may be some sort of a larger terrier. I'm a silly boy with a cute, crooked smile and a funny personality. Sometimes I even fall asleep standing up. I love toys, treats, and playing with all my friends. But I need to be reminded need to be reminded play gently i'm young i'm a young man barely over a year and i'm working on my leash manners and some other basic commands uh so there's a whole lot to love here we didn't get a video uh, uh elsa is going to bring us the video uh via video she'll bring excuse me she's bringing paco via video and oh, Elsa is uh, one of the many volunteers out there. And ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, Big Dog Ranch makes it, you know, pretty easy for you to adopt a pet. And uh, there's, uh, as I believe it was Bob who pointed out, you know, uh, being a veteran, you get 50% off your adoption fee. Yeah. And, uh, of course, uh, we pay uh, here at Earl Stewart uh, the adoption fees and uh, registration so that's a, a big help it's for expensive paco. for paco for paco yes uh so i think i mentioned uh everything except uh the uh website you can go to www 
bigdogranchrescue.org, and you can see Pucko and all the other dogs, including, uh, is it Willie? Uh, you said wasn't there? Wheelie. Wheelie isn't there? Wheelie, I, I didn't see him on the website at all anymore, so oh, okay. I think Wheelie might have just found a home. That'd be great news. Okay, folks, uh, we are about to get started with Paco. Meet Paco. He is a one-year-old mixed breed, and he is a very sweet boy, but he has a lot of puppy energy, so would do best in a house that is probably experienced with dogs, has enough room for him to run around, and has people who are willing to play with him. He still has that puppy chew, uh, so he definitely needs some good chew toys to keep his mind and his mouth occupied. Um, he's a very quirky boy. Uh, one funny thing about Paco is that he likes to fall asleep uh, standing up or sitting up. Um, he doesn't need to be laying down to get some rest. He also loves to swim and to just run around and have a good time, uh, but definitely needs a house that's prepared to train him. And one of the great things about us here at Big Dog Ranch Rescue is that when you adopt a dog, you can bring him back for some free training and he would definitely benefit from that. But overall, he's a great boy, has some great potential to be your best friend and really is a sweetheart. Um, so if you're interested in Paco, please come to visit him, give him some love. He'll give you lots of love in return, probably some big hugs and kisses, and he would just love to find his forever home. Wouldn't you, Paco? He said yes. There you have it, Paco. That's gonna be one big dog. You can tell how hot it is in Florida. Uh, if you saw that video, because Taco's tongue was almost out on the ground. The whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we pay the, the $250 adoption fee. You know, a lot of people question that. Uh, you know, there's the $250, first of all, we pay it. So if you adopt Paco, you pay nothing. Uh, and as Nancy said earlier, if you adopt any dog and you're a veteran, you only pay half. Uh, two hundred fifty dollars. A lot of a lot of the uh, uh, you know the uh, shelters, the dogs free. Uh, the reason Big Dog uh, charges that is because they want some commitment. Uh, there's a lot of people, unfortunately, too many people, that will go to a shelter and get a dog, and then they get tired of the dog and they just turn the dog loose. Mm. And there are a lot of dogs that are just running free because you got they got tired of the dog. A person like that should not be allowed to adopt a dog. A person on a whim without thinking it, a dog is a commitment. I mean, uh, it's almost like getting married. I mean, yeah, if, if, you, if you adopt uh, uh, a dog, uh, you should be ready to spend the rest of your life or his life or her life with a dog. And without that commitment, uh, Big Dog Ranch doesn't want you to have the dog. So 250 bucks, uh, separates the people with good intentions from the people that just might be doing this on a whim. And of course the $250 is not profit to Big Dog Ranch. Every nickel that Big Dog Ranch can get in, they use for uh, to take care of their dogs. Yeah, three and, and the owner, by the way, Ranch. Lori Simmons, yeah. a Big Dog, actually the owner, the founder of Big Dog Ranch, a, a woman named Lori Simmons, she has given hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of her own money uh, to build Big Dog Ranch. So uh, the 250 bucks goes for two reasons, to help build Big Dog Ranch, also to be sure that you're serious about wanting a dog.
Also, they do a big, uh, they do a pretty thorough uh, background check. And, uh, oh, absolutely. You, yeah. you just can't like adopting in, a child. Yeah, uh, and and just uh, you know take a dog away. So there's a lot. They put you through a lot. That dog is pretty important, and he's just looking to be loved. So um, also, let me mention that uh, Confessions of a Recovering Car Dealer, uh, Earl's uh, book that's uh, been out for quite a while. It's uh, you can you can get uh, this at uh, Earl's book, or you can go to. Uh, Amazon, and it's uh, almost twenty dollars. Uh, but the proceeds, the proceeds, all of the proceeds from confessions of a recovering car dealer, it goes straight to Big Dog Ranch. So you'd be helping out tremendously uh, to uh, Big Dog Ranch. Okay, uh, let's go to Rick. I've got one here from Kyle in Pennsylvania. He says, have you sold anything at your dealer for less than MSRP yet? At what point will you start to discount MSRP other than simple manufacturer rebates? He says, my new Toyota finally arrived at your dealer. <coughs> Pardon me. And my trade-in offer for my trade was a very poor price. But the new cars are still MSRP. Well, uh I think with with the trade-in, whether it's from our dealership or any dealership, you want to be sure that you shop uh, your used car, the one that you're trading in, and be sure that it's a seller's market for used cars. And by the way, used car prices are still strong. They've come down probably 10 15% from, say, a year ago, but from two years ago or three years ago, uh, they're still very, very high. Um, so my advice is always to go to Carvana, we buy any car.com, uh, Vroom, uh, CarMax. There's so many sources out there. Cars.com, uh, it's a seller's market. Uh, if, if, you're, if you're buying a car from our dealership and we gave you a, a poor price in your view, then you should shop and compare. Uh, we try to give a competitive price, but we can't pay the highest price for every used car. We, we pay the best price that we can pay so that we can put it on our lot and mark it up and make a profit. But Carvana might think that they can pay you more, or maybe CarMax could pay you more, so you should shop and compare it. If you haven't already, you can still come back and do that. Uh, we wouldn't want to take a car from you at a price that wasn't fair. So uh, that applies to anybody buying a new car today. Always shop and compare your, your trade-in. And he does say, I know I can shop the trade-in elsewhere, but then I also have to pay 2000 more in sales tax. Well, that's the factor. Unfortunately, uh, Florida won't let you off the hook. You have to pay that 6%. Now, you say $2,000, uh, you are buying a, you know, a new new car, a fairly high-priced new car. Sure, yeah, that's the fact. You always have to take into consideration uh, the sales tax exemption. And this quick one from Brian on the text messages. He says, I have a 2017 Highlander. The black piece above the tailpipe is hanging and melting. Is this a problem, Brian and Jupiter? Absolutely. Um, either something's gone on and that piece has gotten way too close to the tailpipe, or your tailpipe is running excessively hot. You definitely want to get that checked out because it should not be melting that piece, and that could become a safety issue because it could actually start a fire. Hmm. Great advice, Rick. 
I think that we are going to get to the mystery shopping report, and that involves uh, all of you. Uh, You can vote uh, a number of ways, and uh, the text number is 772-497-6530. That's 772-497-6530. We went to mystery shop uh, Wallace of Ola of Stewart and uh, Agent Lightning did a fantastic job and uh, Josh uh, added his elegance of uh, writing and uh, it is a a great mystery shopping report and you can send your votes to Rick uh, on uh, YouTube YouTube, Facebook like I said there's a number of ways okay um, Earl is going to Get to the yeah, we, we, we picked a Volvo dealer because we haven't done Volvo dealers, and a few Volvo owners out there asked us to do that. So if you have somebody you, you want us to shop, let us know. We'll try. We only do one a week, so uh, we'll try to abide. And uh, I don't think we had a Volvo or maybe very few Volvo dealers on our on our list that we have shopped. Uh, and, and, and as Nancy said, this is a Wallace Volvo Stewart. Wallace is a chain. He used to... He used to be part of AutoNation a long time ago, and he uh, retired from AutoNation and built another group of dealerships up. Uh, interesting thing about Volvo, I, uh, I I checked on Volvo, and I thought I I thought I recalled they're owned by uh, a Chinese company, and I, I never realized that uh, that uh, they were. It was uh, I I'd forgotten it. I I had heard it, but back in 2012, you know, it used to be a Swedish company, Volvo. Everybody thought of it as a Swedish car, and now uh, it's a Chinese company. Uh, another interesting fact before I get into the actual report is that uh, there's a, tariffs now being uh, Chinese companies uh, are being charged a tariff to sell cars in this country. And Volvo, by the way, has found a way out of this, interestingly enough, and uh, they found a, a kind of an obscure law. Uh, made back in the 1800s, believe it or not, about uh, tax, uh, taxation and tariffs, so they're exempt. So the, this this particular uh, Volvo, uh, owned by a Chinese company, are not having their prices uh, jacked up because of a tariff on Chinese companies. They got the exemption. So here we are in Delray, Florida. That's a uh, I'm sorry, uh, Stewart, Florida, a little bit north of Palm Beach County and Martin County, Florida. Uh, Wallace, um, Volvo, Stewart. Speaking in the first person as if I were Agent Lightning, uh, I arrived at the Volvo dealership in the afternoon and immediately spotted a salesman inside looking out through the showroom window. I parked my car, strolled over to a vehicle that caught my eye, a beautiful XC60 with an MSRP, of $53,105. Next to the window sticker was an addendum. I mean, we see this today almost all the time. Now, an addendum not being a factory item, but a dealer item added next to the Monroney label. This addendum had uh, additional $1,797, almost $2,000 extra added over the MSRP, which was 54902 they had on their $999 for Southeast Regional Adjusted Market Value. Sounds very official, doesn't it? Southeast Regional Adjusted Market Value. 
custom pinstripes for $199, way more than what pinstripes really cost. A wallace protection package of $599, and who knows what that entails, but it's fluff. It's ways to mark up a car, and that's the addendum label. Uh, $1,797 markup over the 54902 To my surprise, there was suddenly a guy standing behind me, arms crossed. I turned around. He flashed a friendly smile, reaching out his hand and introduced himself as Jason. Curious about the car, I asked Jason if it was part of the manager's special I'd seen online. I checked uh, uh, online and found uh, the Volvo, Walls Volvo dealership, and they had a manager's special. But he said no. They sold the last one just yesterday. Uh, yeah, if you were going to be suspicious, you'd think that might be bait and switch. May or may not. Another salesman chimed in mentioning that sometimes it takes a couple of days for sold cars to come off the website. Well, it shouldn't take that long, but some businesses are just sloppy, and it could be the case. I told him I was interested in this vehicle either way. Jason suggested we head inside so he could make a copy of my license and uh, get some more info. Once that was sorted, uh, he grabbed the keys and the license plate, and off we went back to the car. He explained a bunch of features, but I could tell he wasn't entirely uh, confident. When I asked about the warranty, uh, the salesman hopped out of the car to check the window, <laughs> the window sticker. So now I know he's not uh, uh, totally uh, first. When he got back in, he admitted he was still getting uh, used to the brand. He had only been here for three weeks after selling Audis before. So turnover is not uncommon, and oftentimes uh, you have a salesman that just doesn't quite seem on to what's going on. And... Chances are he's only been there a short time. Um, Jason shared a bunch of things with me. Uh, Volvo cars had a uh, mild hybrid uh, set up to help the environment rather than just gas mileage. Uh, the seats were certified by a chiropractor. Uh, I didn't realize that. Uh, Volvo says their seats are certified by a chiropractor association. It's super comfortable. And they have, I, I didn't know this either. They have a second key fob, and it's orange, and they can actually set the speed limits on your key fob. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I'm not sure why you would want to do that, but... In case you have a oh, MT going to drive your car, <laughs> right. you let them have the yeah. other key. Yeah, they get the orange key. <laughs> and they can only do 55 miles an hour. Hey, I love that. That's a great idea. Uh, and then, uh, f uh, lastly, on this list of features and benefits that Jason's telling me about as I'm shopping, there, uh, there was this factory air filtration thing for the air conditioning called clean zone filtration with HEPA air filters. I guess all cars have that, don't they? HEPA. HEPA. Uh, actually, most most cabin filters are just a simple paper filter. Oh. Uh, then you can get activated charcoal, but HEPA filters, yeah. those are going to be expensive to okay. replace. Okay. So those, those they are, certainly be healthier. Those, those are good things, uh, good features and benefits. Volvo, uh, I've always, it's got a quality image in my mind, and I think uh, Consumer Reports gives it a good rating, so it's a good car. Uh, a lot of people don't realize it's uh, manufactured, uh, it's, it's owned by China, a Chinese company. Uh, we then went on the test drive, and Jason seemed a bit uneasy as a passenger. <laughs> I jokingly asked if uh, my driving was making him nervous, and he laughed it off, mentioning he'd ridden shotgun in NASCAR before. Well, that's interesting. For some reason, he pointed out that the gas tank was on the other side because it's a European car. 
So it's still manufactured in Sweden, but owned by a Chinese company. Uh, I couldn't figure out why that mattered. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter as long as the gas cap is on the same side. That would be confusing if they switched it back and forth. Well, again, if you look at when you look at the uh, your combination meter, there will usually be a little arrow to tell you which side of the car on all your, cars? your gas cap is. On all cars? Pretty much all cars now. Oh, I think they've all done that. Well, I didn't know that. Uh, back at the dealership, he asked what I thought of the car. I told him I really liked it and asked if he could break down the numbers for me. We headed back inside to his desk way in the back. He filled out some paperwork, handed it to me, and asked for my signature at the bottom. It was a commitment that I'd buy today if the numbers made sense. Now, I just don't like that. I mean, car dealers are the only uh, business I know that, that does that, but you sign uh, this worksheet, which is not an official document anyway. Legally, I'm sure there's no obligation. It's to psychologically obligate you, and I just don't like that stuff. I mean, just you tell me what the car, the good points about the car, and the price of the car, let me make a decision. Don't pressure me in saying that I'm, I'll, I'll buy the car today if, 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 if it's everything I expected it to be. Why would I buy the car? I want to shop and compare price. Uh, uh, it's just the way a lot of car dealers do that. I'm not picking on Wallace Volvo. A lot of car dealers do that. I consider declining signing it. And if you did, you'd, uh, they wouldn't insist, I promise you. Uh, but I ended up signing and told him I had to leave soon for a doctor's appointment. He, um, he wondered if I could just come back after the doctor's appointment, but I insisted on going through the n numbers now. So off he went, over to the sales manager's desk, you know, the game, back and forth, back and forth, leaving me sitting there. He came back after about eight minutes with a pricing sheet. And of course, we know what that is. That's the worksheet. And the worksheet says it's not an official document, and it's not a legal document, and you can't hold me, meaning that you can't hold the, the dealership to what's there because it's not a legal document. Uh, uh, bottom line is uh, reiterating what they told me before, but he walked me through the sheet showing how the price matched the MSRP on the window sticker. So here's a real pleasant surprise, and this surprised me. They didn't charge me any of the add-ons, and they gave me a $750 discount. Wow. So, uh, why the salesman didn't mention this before, I don't know. He was new, and only been there three weeks, and maybe it was just an oversight on his part, but, you know, why have the addendum there, and for a few minutes, I'm believing, I'm going to have to pay, uh, was it almost $2,000? Yeah. More uh, for all this junk, but they took that off without even me asking, and gave me a $750 discount. So, here we are. Here's a car, a new car today, being sold for $750 below MSRP. Very rare. So you Volvo intenders, uh, you Volvo uh, fans out there, Wallace Volvo is selling this uh, Volvo, uh, what was the model? Uh, X the XC60. Yeah, uh, for uh, $750 below MSRP. I thanked him for his time. He handed me his handwritten uh, business card because uh, he was new, hadn't had the cards printed up yet. Uh, stood up, shook hands, and I made a quick exit. I called my daughter, who was waiting in the car, and urged her to get in the passenger seat so we could get out ASAP. <laughs> she laughed. Uh, and, and by the way, as an aside, a, uh, 
Agent Lightning has got, she's you know, a family person, and sons and daughter and husband, and she often takes them shopping. Sometimes they come in with her. So very, very legitimate, and she really, really does a great job. But they, they were laughing about the fact that, uh, that they're going to be chased, and so she should get out of the uh, uh, driver's seat and get in the passenger seat so Agent Lightning could get in and drive away. As I backed out of the parking spot, suddenly <laughs> there was a guy knocking on her window trying to ask me questions. So they did come out. Uh, she opened the window just enough for them to give her his card, uh, and I told them I was in a hurry, and we drove off. So they were both laughing as they drove away. Uh, anyway, uh, there's a uh, mystery shopping report that started out typical or maybe even bad with a big fat addendum and uh, a possible bait and switch, and turned out and it turned out to a pretty good deal. I'm thinking for a a $750 discount for any car today sounds pretty good. And on this Volvo, um, uh, it sounds good. And uh, that was an out-the-door price. And uh, actually, it wasn't an out-the-door price because technically she signed the, the, the waiver saying that she didn't buy it today. The price wasn't any good. So I, I don't think they would hold up to that. I think it was just a negotiating um, a mind game they played to try to get them to close today. And my guess would be, if she came back any time, they'd sell the car at that price. So there we are. We need to vote on this and see what uh, the folks out there on the radio and Facebook and YouTube land think. And Rick is checking his iPhone now <coughs> for his YouTube postings to see what sort of votes we may have. We are getting them up here. Uh, first one we do is Mark from Palm Beach Gardens. He says, good product. 1700 actually it was an $1,800 addendum, yet $2,500 discount on the sticker. So he says a B with a decent sales experience. And I, and I, I forgot to mention, I should have mentioned that $2,500 uh, must have been a Volvo re, uh, rebate. I don't, right, the I 750. Don't think, I, I'm shame on me for not checking that, but I'm going to check that, and if I'm wrong, I'll let you know later. Jonathan and Del Rey says... The Southeast Regional Market Adjustment Fee earned this dealership an F from me. The other hidden fraudulent fees and pushy salesmen helped with that grade. I have no time for overpriced cars and games. Then he says, I'll amend my grade to, due to discounts. Why this wasn't mentioned earlier baffles me. I'll give him a B. From an F to a B. Wow. Pretty good. <laughs> and now we go to, uh, let's see who we have here next. Tom Steckel, a C. No addendum, but standard dealer fees. Didn't like requiring a signature on the worksheet. Uh, let's see. Clifford Manthe. What was the dock fees electronic preparation of car fees, even though it was below MSRP? But he didn't leave a grade. Um, Joseph Kelleher, D+. Plus. Would have been higher without the high dock fee. Tim Gilliland. A little weird with the addendum, but okay. B. Mark Smith, I give him a C. Brian Sedlatko, I personally don't like Volvo. However, I'll give him a B. Johnny Z. Fraidley, B. Not bad. And, oh, Clifford says, no vote, not enough information. Rocky Blockatiel, they get a B. Could have been higher if the salesman had been a little more experienced. Uh, they could have had an A with that one. Alrighty, let's see here. And 
Negan one, maybe it's shock value. Take off the addendum and the discount. Sounds like an A to me, unless they try to get you in the F and I. Kirk in West by God, Virginia. Wallace Volvo, drop the addendum and add seven minus 750 without asking is refreshing. The only thing keeping me from an A plus is the addendum on the window in the first place. So just a solid A. Make sure we got no others incoming here. Uh, for me, I'm I'm gonna say an A. I, I think that was pretty amazing that you know yeah. I yeah. they should get the addendum off of there, but I think an A. Yeah. Nancy? Uh, the mystery shop was refreshing. Uh, to, you know, whenever you get through, you know, the, the beginning of it and what they were going to do, uh, what caught my eye was the uh, MSRP, uh, also uh, the uh, rebate, and uh, the chiropractor. I mean, seats are so important today. So uh, for all of that, I give them an A. Yeah, I, I tell you, I um, I got to give them an A, too. I, I, get, I get a little bit nervous about the... Uh, the doc fee and the addendum label uh, and the other. But uh, that's so standard in Florida, the fact that they took it off without even being asked to do. i, I got to give them an A. I don't think we have any Volvo dealers on our list, and now we have one. So if you folks out there uh, anywhere in near South Florida uh, and you're buying a Volvo, check with Wallace or Stewart and... Uh, and see if that holds true to uh, the car that you would like to buy. But to buy a car today at a, what was that discount off of uh, MSRP? 750 so off. That's, that's just really shocking. Yeah. 750 off MSRP. Yeah. And uh, it kind of goes hand in hand with my column about now's a good time. It kind of endorses the idea now may be a good time to buy, buy a new car. We've been talking for how many years now? Don't buy a new car. Don't buy a new car unless you have to. So finally, we can say we know for Volvo, if you want to buy a new Volvo, buy one from Wallace of Stewart in South Florida. And my guess is there's probably some other dealers out there that are starting to discount cars, too. Yeah, definitely. And there's so many ways for you to do your homework, uh, you know, long before you go out and purchase a vehicle. And there's uh, information at your fingertips between the Internet and Consumer Report and so many other venues. You can find out exactly what you need to know because we are getting close to being able to purchase a vehicle if you have to. Uh, do we have time to get to your funnies? Uh, I think we have two minutes. Did you say, Jonathan? Two minutes. Uh, I love the uh, New York Times. Oh yeah, uh, yeah uh, wheels. No, I'm just uh, you folks hear me joke about BMW drivers, and when we go home today, Nancy and I'll leave the studio, get in the car, and drive home, and uh, I'll I'll say inevitably that was a BMW that just sw swooped by me. Uh, I, I, wonder, I wonder where I got that, and people thought I was just being prejudiced. There's an official study by the University of California, Berkeley, that proves that BMW drivers are the most aggressive, nasty ones on the road. And I'll, we haven't got time now, but I'll talk about it next yeah, week. Yeah, it's wow. from the nuts and bolts of whatever moves you from the New York Times wheels. So check that out. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, Rick. One quick last note uh, from Donovan. He says, I'd like to see you mystery shop the Polestar dealer in Palm Beach. It's also under Volvo, 
but it'd be nice to see how direct sales work under them. Consider it done. Okay. We're done on anything. Okay, folks. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We love your company, and you are a big part of the show. And we will be right back here next week at 8 o'clock. Have a great weekend. Thank you.